You are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you heading into the weekend. Championship weekend. Always a great Sunday. The AFC and NFC Championship game. NFC Championship's up first with the Eagles hosting the 49ers. Second game, as you know, is the Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. A rematch of last year's AFC Championship. Same two teams. Same place. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about injuries heading into that game. We're going to talk about the Bengals' dominance in the last couple of years in regards to the spread, the Vegas line. They are absolutely killing it. Uh, something to look at in regards to the San Francisco and Philly matchup that probably hasn't been mentioned a lot. Talked about the rookie quarterbacks, how they've done in championship games since the year 2000. Not very well. I'm going to give you my pick for the weekend. Stay tuned for that. And also, uh, I might end it with a little NBA talk because something is driving me nuts. It's become a big topic in the NBA this year, and I've got some thoughts on it. So we will get to that momentarily. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content, and Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Okay, let's start out first with this. Yesterday I mentioned rookie quarterbacks. There's never been a rookie quarterback that has taken a team to the Super Bowl. We know that to be the case. Brock Purdy could be the first one to do it. I did mention the four quarterbacks that did have a chance to do it since the year 2000. Sean King, Mark Sanchez, Joe Flacco, and Big Ben. All of them lost 0-4, and their total combined stats in those games were four touchdown passes and nine interceptions. Hey, that has nothing to do with Sunday's game, but if you're looking for some sort of edge or an angle, I think it does go to show it is very difficult uh, for a rookie quarterback to get to the Super Bowl. just is. Look at the numbers. Um, Maybe Brock Purdy is different. Maybe Brock Purdy is destined to win the Super Bowl this year and have a movie made out of what he's done Since he took over the starting job, I leave in week 10 from Jimmy Garoppolo, who went down with an injury. It is amazing. It's amazing he's even done what he's done up to this point. 8-0. But, my gosh, if he advances to the Super Bowl and gets this team a victory, you will not find a better underdog story in sports in the last... Unless I could be blanking on something. I'm just thinking about this in the top of my head right now. A better underdog story than the 7th round pick the last pick in the NFL draft starting the season third on the depth chart taking over midseason never losing a game and leading his team to the Super Bowl I don't know I can't think of anything 
That's a better underdog story. And look, I'm a guy that loves underdog stories. You know this. I've talked about this. I, I can't think of anything that would top that. With that said, I don't think they're going to win. You know, I think it comes to an end this weekend. But we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, I do want to talk about the Kansas City and Cincinnati game first. We've talked all week about the line movement on this game from Las Vegas. It first opened up at Kansas City minus three. It immediately went to Cincinnati minus one. Then it got up to as high as Cincinnati minus two and a half. Then it came back down to Kansas City minus one. Then it was back down to a pick. And right now it's sitting at Kansas City minus one, which isn't much of a line. Let's be honest. That's not really a line at all. Basically, just pick your winner. I mean, if you really think the game's going to land on one and you take Kansas City minus one or you take Cincinnati plus one and it's a one-point game, um, you know, then you're not going to lose. You know, if you take Kansas City minus one, you're not going to lose. You're going to push and vice versa if Kansas City wins by one. But uh, come on. It's a low line. It's probably not landing on that at this point. And now, if it lands in the one to two point range either way, then it's going to be determined on when you got your bet in. So we, we we really don't know. But the thing that everybody is analyzing and the reason it has gone from Cincinnati minus two and a half all the way back down to Kansas City minus one is everybody is analyzing the hell out of Patrick Mahomes, the videos that have surfaced from him at practice, him at the press conference and walking off the podium, didn't seem to have a limp. At practice during warm-ups, didn't seem to be limping around. But, again, <laughs> he's not in game mode. He's not sprinting. All he was doing was walking. He wasn't dropping back to pass, planting his foot, throwing the ball downfield. There's just – there's. I think people read into that way too much. And, look, he has played with a high ankle sprain before. This is the story going around right now. They're finding games where Patrick Mahomes in the past has played with a high ankle sprain, and one of the games was last year against the Raiders. Or maybe it wasn't last year against the Raiders, but it was a game against the Raiders. He had a high ankle sprain. He threw for over 400 yards. Okay. We don't know the severity because they won't reveal that stuff. They don't want the audience and the public to know what the actual severity of this high ankle sprain is because – there are grades to high ankle sprains. We saw him play in the second half last week. He was able to play, but we also saw, and I gave you the stats earlier this week, he never ran once. And he led the league in passes outside the pocket, like 113 passes outside the pocket this year. He's the second leading rusher on the Kansas City Chiefs this year. He rushed for 25 first downs. I think you can eliminate all of that. Yes, you can make him a pocket passer, and maybe he will throw four or five touchdowns from the pocket. If that's the case, I think Cincinnati really did a bad job on defense because now knowing that there's a quarterback standing there in the pocket who isn't going to spin out of trouble and immediately you know, beat your defensive end with his speed around the corner, I think Cincinnati has got to have a plan. Granted, you want to see that plan play out in the first few series because – they don't technically know how it is. Maybe he can run for a first down, or maybe he's gimpy running for a first down. They won't know until they're into the game. But with that said, people are really, really dissecting the videos that came out the last couple of days of Patrick Mahomes at the press conference and Patrick Mahomes stretching on the field and doing some light running. And, you know, it's just hard to say. 
And like I said earlier this week, it's something to the effect of this is just him not being touched at any point during the game on Sunday. I would think he's going to get tackled. What if he gets tackled at his ankle? You don't think that's going to hurt? What if a lineman falls on him? Like there's so many more things that can go wrong no matter what percentage he's at. And a 70% Patrick Mahomes shit, a 50% Patrick Mahomes is better than 100% Chad Henney. So he's going to play, and he's going to play the whole game outside of literally re-injuring that ankle severely. But let's say he's at 70% when the game starts. Let's put him at 80%. It's not like as the game goes on, he's going to get better. So... It starts at 80, and by the fourth quarter, you're lower than that. You can't be higher because it's not going to get better. He's going to have tackles. He's going to have times where he has to run. He's going to have plenty of times where he has to plant, and that's the big thing. It's on his back foot. It's on his plant foot, and you get him planting on that foot, and if he doesn't throw right away and has to move, man, it's just going to be so interesting to watch those first couple series and see how mobile is this guy. And we'll all know. We'll all see it. The Cincinnati defensive coordinators will see it. But it's going to be the story of the game. And, you know, at this point, that's why the line has moved so much. Nobody really knows what to expect. And that's why I said it's one of these games where maybe you wait. And you wait till the game starts. And you bet the live line after the game starts. Because it's so hard to determine exactly what we're getting with Patrick Mahomes. All that aside, Going into this game, the Cincinnati Bengals are the best team in the NFL against the spread for the last two years. Do you realize they're 21-5 and against the spread in their last 26 games? They're 27-12 and over the last two years against the spread? Like, they are a covering machine, and that's just kind of unheard of when it comes to the NFL teams. Usually it's it hovers around, you know, a team will cover between 45 and 55% of the time. Not 21 out of 26 games you cover. Now, granted, this game doesn't have much of a line on it because, like you said, it's minus one, and it's just basically, you know, if they if they go into the game at kickoff and Kansas City is minus one and Cincinnati wins the game, obviously they now become twenty two and five against the spread. But yeah, I don't think that's gonna I don't think that's gonna happen um, to where the the line's gonna come into play unless it gets up to three or something and Kansas City wins by you know one or two, then they would still it would still be a cover uh, for the Bengals. They could lose the game and cover, but. At one point, you're just basically picking the winner here, you know. Um, so at this point, that's not – I don't really have a play on this game at all. It's just too much – too many question marks heading into it. I want to see how Mahomes' ankle reacts in the first couple series. You know, I have liked the Bengals all week. I probably am going to bet them, but that is not my uh, – that's not my strongest play of the weekend. And if anything, I would – especially with the Bengals at plus one right now, I'd probably tease them up. Uh, maybe a seven-point tease to plus eight, and um, now I got to fi- figure out who the other team I would tease them with, or maybe even do a three-team teaser. I don't know, but that's not my strongest play of the weekend, and and we'll get to that in a second. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So I want to talk about the 49er and Eagles game because the 49ers, they've had some little injuries of their own. On Wednesday, Christian McCaffrey didn't practice, Debo Samuel didn't practice, and Elijah Mitchell didn't practice. Yesterday, Samuel practiced, but Mitchell and McCaffrey didn't practice for the second straight day. They asked McCaffrey yesterday, is there any way you're going to miss the game? And he said, absolutely not. I'm playing. But remember, McCaffrey was out of the game in the fourth quarter against the Cowboys because he was having calf issues. So I don't think you're getting 100% Christian McCaffrey on Sunday because he wasn't even in the game in the fourth quarter in a one-score game that they needed to win, and he hasn't practiced this week, at least as of yet. So maybe he gets out there today and practices. But I'm worried because that running game is what makes the Niners offense go and their top two running backs haven't practiced all week, that's worrisome, to say the least. Um, the other thing about these, this game is, you know, you're not, you don't want to discredit anybody. You play who's on your schedule. But if you look at both of these teams, I found this stat yesterday, which was really interesting to me. San Francisco has played in all of their games the, if you add them all up, the 32nd ranked defenses in the league, which is last. Philadelphia, their opponents, if you add those all up, the defenses they faced ranked 27th overall. So, look, Philly was 14-3. and San Francisco's won 12 in a row. You can only play who's put in front of you. But neither of these teams have really beaten anybody good. And they've also not played the greatest of defenses. And yet, these two defenses are both ranked in the top five. So, if we're looking at it that way, if you really want me to pick a three-team, ten-point teaser again this week, I'm probably going to go with Cincinnati plus 11. Um, I'm going to go the under in the Philly-San Francisco game, which right now I think is at 45.5. So, go to tease that up to 55 and a half. I think this is a defensive battle, kind of like the San Francisco Dallas game last week, which went way under with only 31 points scored in that game. And I had the under 57 and a half or whatever it was last week. And then the third team I'm going to put in it is I'm going to take the Eagles in this one. Um, so they would round out a three team, 10 point teaser at their minus two and a half. So I'm getting them plus seven and a half at home. I feel confident in that three-team 10-point teaser. However, my biggest bet of the weekend is going to be uh, the Eagles on the money line. I don't want to mess with this two-and-a-half number. I think they're going to win the game, and I don't want to have to worry about, oh, are they going to win by one or two? What if they win by one or win by two or they win the game and I lose my bet? I'll just take them on the money line. They are minus 150, so you have to lay a little bit there. Minus 150 means you're not dealing with the point spread, but you have to bet $150 to win 100 because they are favored to win the game. So that's what I'm going to do with Philly. That's my biggest bet of the weekend is I just think they're I think they're due. 
I, I think this ends for San Francisco. They've had a great run, like we've talked about, the whole Brock Purdy thing. I think the whole rookie quarterback thing is a thing, and he's not going to make a Super Bowl as a rookie quarterback and be the first one to ever do it. Philly's at home. They're playing well. I know Jalen Hurts isn't 100%. I just think they win this game, and I don't want to have to worry about points. Just win the game. And that's what I'm looking at with Philly. They are minus 150 for the game. So I like Philly, and granted, there is a part of me that needs Philly to get to the Super Bowl because I have them to win the Super Bowl that I put in on July 30th. I put that bet in five weeks before the season started um, at Philly to win the Super Bowl at 23 and a half to one. Um, so a $500 bet pays 11750 or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I want them to get there. And but I just I, I, I don't know. I just I like them. I like them in this game. I don't and I just don't want to have to deal with because I think it definitely could be a close game. I think this is close throughout. I just don't I don't see San Francisco getting blown out of this game. I think this comes down to, you know, a possible missed extra point, a possible two point conversion, and I don't want to deal with Philly having to win the game by three for me to win my bet because they're minus two and a half right now. No. Uh, just give me them to win the game. I'll lay the extra juice and I'll lay the hundred and fifty dollars to win a hundred to to win a hundred. So that's who I'm on this weekend. That's my biggest one of the weekend. If you want to tail it, fine. If you want to fade it, fine. Um, like I said, this is what I'm going with. I'm not telling anyone to bet uh, what they need to do. Do it on your own. Um, don't blame me if it loses because <laughs> um, I'm not telling you this is a, a lock. I'll never say anything is a lock when it comes to sports betting. And then maybe for a little fun, like I said, a three-team 10-point teaser with the Bengals plus 11, Philly under 55.5, and, and Philly plus 7.5 is uh, something I like as well. So there you go. Go make a million dollars this weekend. All right, the last thing I want to talk about is what's going on in the NBA this season, and it's it's been happening not even this season. It's been happening the last few seasons, not counting the COVID year. And that is what is called load management. And what that is, is NBA players resting when they're not hurt. And it is crazy to me because I watched the NBA in the 80s when I was growing up. I watched the Lakers and the Celtics and all that. And, you know, there was no such thing as load management. Uh, the other thing was those players, you've heard a lot of people say it. And, it, and it's true. Back in the 80s and even the 90s, these teams, you know, had one trainer you know, they didn't have this giant staff of everyone has their own personal masseuses and you're flying first class on these, you know, charter airplanes and you're getting in and you're staying in nice hotels and you have your own chef who cooks your own food for you. So you're eating right all the time. I mean, it's like the NBA players in today's game are getting the utmost treatment, yet these guys cannot play an 82 game season. If you're a superstar, you just don't. They're resting you on the second night of a back-to-back. They're resting you when you have four games in five nights. Well, those were happening in the 80s, and those guys didn't rest. And I don't want to sound like old man, get off my lawn here, but it is infuriating because it doesn't need to happen. And I get it. They're making way more money now than they ever did. Yes, when you're back in the 80s in Magic Johnson, I don't know what it was, like a million dollars a season he was making. I was like, oh, my gosh, wow. We have an NBA player making a million dollars. Yeah, now you got 10 or 15 guys making 35 to $40 million a year. 
So I get it. You're protecting your investment. However, if you say your game is for the fans and you want the fans to come out and it's NBA is fantastic, even though that was the slogan in the 80s, you're not doing anybody a favor when you're sitting out good players against bad teams just because you're making up an injury when in reality you just want to rest them. And what's the point of having an 82-game season when most NBA superstars aren't playing 82 games? They're barely playing 72. And and it's what, you know, it's it's what these teams are doing and I get it. You have to be fresher for the playoffs. What does it really matter if you sit out a game in early November when you know you're going to make the playoffs? I get it to a certain extent. But I don't understand with today's technology and the amount of doctors and trainers and health staff on every single NBA staff, we can't be doing more to getting these guys to play and why these guys aren't fighting to be like, no, I'm not sitting out. No, I'm playing. Because if your fear is, oh, well, what if he gets injured? Anybody can get injured at any point in any game in any sport at any moment. So if we're sitting here going, oh, well, he shouldn't be playing on the second night of a back-to-back because he might get injured, I would think in today's day and age, you can play on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, you might be a little bit tired. Who wouldn't be? But in this day and age with, like I said, the masseuses, the health staff, the trainers, the accommodations that you get to and from the cities, like, is it really that hard? You play basketball for a living. You're getting paid millions of dollars. And it's like this... This yin and yang of, yeah, I'm getting paid millions of dollars. That's why I have to sit. I don't need to be playing a game in late January that's insignificant because we know we're going to make the playoffs. It's just really frustrating. I know a lot of fans are frustrated because they're going, you know, especially if you're a fan of a really crappy team, you want to go to the games where the Golden State Warriors come in town or Kevin Durant's coming to town. But those are the games where the Durant's and the Curry's end up sitting because of load management and you don't get to see your favorite players. And that just never happened in the 80s. Outside of an injury, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan were playing every game. There was no such thing as load management. And that was when you had one trainer on the staff. Shit, I don't even think they flow charter back then. I, I think they were literally flying on the plane. No, I think they flew charter. But you know what I'm saying? Those planes weren't you know decked out the way they are. And you can literally lay down horizontal and go to sleep at night. No, this was, it wasn't that way back then. And you just wonder like, wait a second, if these guys in the eighties were playing 82 games a season, not eating healthy, didn't have their own personal trainers, didn't have their own personal chefs. Hell shit. Some of them were smoking after the games and yet they could play night in and night out and have the same exact schedule. Cause the NBA season has always been, you know, start in November, end in April, and playoffs start in April. Like, it's not changed, and it's always been 82 games. It's just a really weird phenomenon. It sucks for the fans. Problem is, I don't think it's going to change. I don't think any of these players are going to step up and be like, no, my goal is to play 82 games this season. I just don't think it's going to happen. And it's hurting the NBA. It's hurting the fan base. And yet, you know, we get around to the playoffs, these guys aren't on load management, and then you're like, okay, great, this is what we want to see, all the best players playing in the playoffs. And, yeah, you're going to get that, and you're going to have some great games in the playoffs, and, you know, watching Steph Curry and Giannis and Kevin Durant and whoever play in the playoffs, I mean, that's what people tune in for. But, man, it's really hurting the regular season product, and it gets people not to care during the regular season. And do you really want that? That's the question NBA has to ask themselves.
Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy your championship weekend. This is one of the best weekends of the year outside of, you know, wild card weekend, divisional weekend, Super Bowl weekend, March Madness. Uh, but this is definitely uh, the two games on Sunday. It's just a, a, a really great time. I can't wait. Hopefully my bets win. Hopefully if you tail me, you win too, and we all win, and we can all throw a big party together. How about that? Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple Podcast. Much appreciated. And remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on television. See you! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite.